good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time this recording. This is episode 118 of the Restricted Zone podcast. And before I introduce the crew, the usual cast, we got a special guest hopping on this episode 118, Jay Dot from Straight to the Point podcast. Introduce yourself to the people out there, man. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Straight to Point Pod. My co-host isn't here, but we don't need that hater on the show anyway. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's nice to be here. I always, I always love hopping on this podcast with y'all. Y'all be talking the real shit from time to time. Oh, man. Well, I can't be more than glad for you to have, have you on this podcast. I listen to your podcast. I listen to your episodes. You and Chris got the most unique takes I've ever heard, and I can't stop wait for you to bring. I got the music. You don't, don't want to talk about it. Don't you don't want to talk about it? Oh, <laughs> He's not here. He's not here. I got to talk about it. I can talk all my trash. Now. <laughs> Listen, and I'm more than happy for you to give your thoughts and perspectives on this episode. And with damn the swing to Kyrie. Kyrie, introduce yourself to the people, man. Yo, what's going on, fellas? What's going on, J-Dub? Long time no see. Happy to have you, bro. Let's get to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lodge, introduce yourself to the people, man. Yo, yo. What's good, everybody? Glad to be back. Let's have some fun tonight. Let's have some fun. Mar, introduce yourself to the people, Mar. Hello. To everyone out there, let's, <laughs> let's have a good episode today. Because I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Ah, Chris, <laughs> introduce yourself. The man, the myth, the legend is back. Again, shout out to our special guest, J-Dub. Oh, you bro, intro changed because he won the chip. Yo, that's <laughs> you crazy. Are I ain't been on the pod with Chris in that long. Yo, J-Dub, I, I, I promise you, I promise you, as long as Kyle's on the episode, you're in for a freaking treat. I, I would say the F-bomb, but I'm going to get to later, because I know I'm going to say it. Okay, Kings, Nuggets, whatever thing you are. Kings, Nuggets. You brought, you brought, right. you brought, but, you brought, uh, you brought, 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 the, what to the end next next week so, maybe this week technically speaking the nba free agency is supposed to end again nba rules are air quotes of course nba free agency is supposed to end around the 12th i mm. doubt it trades are still not finalized right. signings are not signings have just started being made the sixth you can't sign to a contract until july 6th a lot of guys are now being signed pen to paper 12 is supposed to be the run the end, 12 to 15, but we don't know what's going to happen. Trades might still occur, signings might still occur up to training camp, and that's not till what, September? Right. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, but yeah, you, the scrutiny around the NBA, the air quotes, what's it's supposed to end, it doesn't end. Like, we've seen guys get picked up in October, December. Listen. Like, we, it, 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 I, don't, I don't trust the NBA as long as you can throw them when it comes to who can get signed and traded. Listen, man. But you know what? I think it's one of the best. I best one of the best off seasons in a minute. I mean, dang, it's a lot to even talk about. But listen, mm-hmm. let's get started with it. And J Dot, you're the special guest of this show, and I'm gonna start with you first. But this is what I want to do is tell everyone in this episode we're gonna talk about the best free agent signings, the best free agent signings so far, the teams that definitely took advantage of this all season, the teams that made questionable signings, or we just don't look very favorably upon. And last but not least, some of the most underrated signings that we might have overlooked and say, hey, this guy could make an impact with his team in, in the next upcoming season. So, Jada, I'm going to start with the first question. Which team so far is your winner for this 2023 free agency and why? Oh, easily, 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 easily. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't what? Think it's, a, it's the Lakers. 
Like you, oh, when you think about in totality, thank you. The Lakers team put together a six seed team, right? Like if you think about what they did in the trade season, mm. they got D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt. Mm. They somehow propelled Darwin Ham, propelled Austin Reeves to show me that he's not, not only is he a starter, but he's better than mm. Alex Caruso, right? And I thought mm. they lost Alex Caruso, they were going to be bad. He's better than him. Now they went to his offseason, they got Gabe Vincent, who can compete. With D'Lo to be a starter. They re-signed D'Lo on a cheaper deal. That's huge for them. Market value is huge. We talk about the second tax apron that C.J. McComb, the president of the NBA, signed off on. It's huge for them. They re-signed Austin Reeves. Huge. That's three players right there. You bring in Cam Reddish. I think Darwin Ham, who showed me he's a development guru right now. Again, that could be a, that could be a stretch. But he's developed players throughout this season to show me that he has the Rui mentality. You got the Austin Reeves gear shift, the uh, Vanderbilt gear shift. He brought all three of those players back. You bring Cam Reddish, that's a huge signing. Gabe Vincent's a huge signing off the bench, started for the playoffs, started for the season, whatever. Jackson Hayes, huge signing. They revamped their team where they brought back the same core pieces, but they brought in better talent-wise where they can now either push for the highest they can be, I think, is a a third seed, the lowest they'll be is a seventh seed. For them, Ooh. that's good because they just was a conference finals teams and nobody believed they were going to make the conference finals. For LeBron, that shows you enough to know that, one, your GM and Rob Polinka is doing the job that he told you he was going to do. He was going to keep talent around you and AD because they still have Anthony Davis there who now either is going to be your number one or he'll be your number one slash two slash three because at the end of the day, they have guys that can step up whenever it matters. I think the Lakers clearly swept when it comes to this free agency. Like, they won. Because okay. at the end of the day, as long as you make LeBron happy, knowing that his son's about to get drafted within a year, you're happy because at the end of the day, you still want his level of basketball to be at his peak. He's 39 years old. Mm. He just made a conference finals. Yeah, they got swept, but they just made a conference finals. Right. Nobody thought that team was going to make it that far. I thought they was going to lose in the play-in. Mm. I did. I thought I didn't think they were going to make it past the play-in. They, they swept that and above. Now you kept the team, brought in better players, brought in talent that Ham could develop as long as they buy into the system. I think they won the free agency because like who did more, who did better than them when it comes to keeping your your stars health, happy and healthy, and then bringing in talent that can support them. So I think the Lakers hmm. won. Absolutely. Uh, now that you broke it down, all right, and and that's fair. You made some fair points, reasonable, and definitely. Uh, I, I yeah, I didn't. Think about the ladies at all, but so if that was your clear cut winner. Do you have it as one A and one B, or do you just have the one and then who's who's your number two? And then we're just gonna leave the. I ball. have the Lakers as my one. Right. My number two might be the Pacers. Be honest hmm. with you. I might be yes. honest with you. It might be the Pacers. Nobody's talking about them, but I'm a gambler. You talk about a team that can make the play in or playoffs. Wait till the NBA drops there. Or, you know, FanDuel drops who they think is going to, the odds on that, mm. buy in. Buy in quickly before it's too late. The Bruce Brown signing, yeah, it might be an overpay, but it was huge for them. The trade for Obi Toppin, I don't know if you count that as free agency-wise, because, you know, he's a yeah. free agent, but that's a huge trade, because they've always been looking for wing depth. Yeah, Jalen Smith was cool. Yeah, Bennett Mathurin is going to be a starter or a bench player, but bring in Bruce Brown and Obi Toppin solidifies that starting five where you can now run Tyrese Hallenburton, who's a max contract player. You guys, many now. You can run Buddy Hill to the two. 
Benedict Mather at the three, Oban Toppy at the four, Miles Turner at the five. Mm-hmm. That team's a sleeper for the play-in slash playoffs now. It is. Bruce Brown can either come off the bench or he can start coming. Train. That's a training camp decision. That's not a free agency decision. It's a training camp decision. I don't care how much money he's making. Because we've seen bench players make more or less depending on how they play. Right. But the guys they brought in were huge for them because at this point and now, you have to be bought in to this team saying, we got to make playoffs. They cannot keep trying to rebuild. You traded for Tyrese Hallenburton. That dude is a franchise point guard. Hot take. I'll say it now before y'all come at me later. I think Tyrese Hallenburton is better than Trey Young. I do. That's me personally, but I think he's better than Trey Young. So if I go with that belief system in mind, (laughs) a guy that averaged only four points less than Trey Young on less usage, (laughs) averaged the same assist, shot better from the three, Wait, he has to make the playoffs. He has to make the playoffs in the play-in. This was the this was the free agency to do that. So I think that's my second team to win the free agency. They did their job. They brought in core guys to help their two-star players. Like I don't worry about the big name signings. I worry about the signings that help fill a strength or cover a weakness. And they did right. that. And I think they won that free agency as well. All right. Listen, I love your takes. I always love your takes. Listen, Kyrie, I'm a swing to you. Do you agree with what Jay and I said? And if not, who do you have as your one? And who would you be as your number two, you know, uh, so far in the free agency in terms of making impacts? Yeah, so he actually uh, shouted out the team. I was going to shout out having the best free agency in the Lakers. I'm going to keep it short because he hit a lot My of My man. <laughs> Come on, bro. You know. I, I, really like, I really like the Tory and Prince signing because off the Ooh, bench, I didn't talk about he, He's a good, he's a solid, uh, he's a solid uh, switchable defender that can guard multiple positions. Um, he's an open. I never outside. thought I'd hear somebody just mention Tory and Prince. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Right now? You forget. Hold he's on, a hold on, hold on. No we're talking about though. We're talking about. We're talking. I'm talking about signings as far as role players helping out a team. I, 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 I know what you're talking about. I just, I just did not expect it. I, I know, and I know Tory Prince went there. I, I just did not expect to hear his name first. Just off of the list. Well, of I'm working. That they I'm got. working my way up. I'm working my way up. So you so you start from the bottom of the barrel to work your way up. Whoa! The bottom <laughs> of the barrel is crazy. I mean, That's not? crazy. I mean, start off with all the juicy stuff first. When we we can, we can knock off the little stuff, and then we we get to the main. Okay. We get to the main. All right, all right my bad. I'll pause. Go ahead. Continue. My bad. Yeah, I, I, I lost track. I forgot what I was talking about. Low key. He cut you off. <laughs> <when> you <laughs> <were> <laughs> he cut you off. I'm looking. Um, oh, then some. Uh, as far as the other new signs that Jared pointed out, and Cam Reddish, who, in my in my opinion, hasn't gotten a fair shot at certain points in the league. Um, with the Hawks, he he showed to be pretty good as a, as a microwave scorer. Then they shipped him off to us, where he he just he bumped heads with, with Tom Thibodeau and Tibbs and just stopped playing him. Then he went to Portland, where he showed some life and showed to be able to put the ball in a bucket like we know he can. So I think he could come to LA and, and again as a as an off the bench player, so and a guy that can fill in for nights when when Bron's hurt or when Bron's out, and give you a good 15, 17 points, uh, contribute some wins too from a good clip out the, from the outside. I like that signing. Jackson Hayes is another depth like big man signing. He, he's a rim runner. All these young guys, I feel like it's just guys that they're going to help kind of develop and grow along the way because they didn't they haven't really showed much like in their previous stops as, as young players came in uh, and Jackson came in in the same year and mm-hmm. kind of had some most with a couple years in, in uh in their first uh, few seasons in the league so I think being in a team like this with a bunch of veterans with the, with the core guys that's been to a championship before I think they can help them guys grow and now to like they're they're uh like re-signing I'm not gonna lie I wasn't a huge fan of the D'Angelo Russell re-signing I get why because I, I guess one 
they didn't see themselves as being part of the Dame sweepstakes. And two, there wasn't really many other point guards out there. I see outside of Fred Van Vliet, who we'll talk about later, signing with the Rockets. Um, outside of them, I, I didn't really see anybody else that they they could actually go after and like make work with make work for them as, as like as they start a point guard. So let me ask you a question. I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. Let me ask you a question. I, I'm I'm kind of with you on it, but like when you talk about D'Lo, his peak was what off the Nets, 120 million with the Warriors, right? Absolutely. You're now getting him on a discount of what 17 million. You weren't a fan mm-hmm. of that. Like seventeen million a year doesn't it doesn't hurt my feelings. And I'm a Sixers fan. I wish, I wish you would bring that. Up. <laughs> like I'm a Sixers fan. Seventeen, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like seventeen million for D'Lo. No, 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 no. In this NBA CBA, D-Lo. I would be. I would love. That. <laughs> I would love. Jay, Jay, talking about a discount on D'Lo. Jay, and my whole Jay, thing Jay, is Jay, the whole Jay, reason Jay. I said that is because I know when it comes up to it and we've seen it, bro, he's gonna fold in the playoffs. And he's gonna he's gonna just but that that's cool. Thank you. I gave that. That's cool. That's where I'm like, I'm I'm why is that why why, why is that why, cool from the starting point guard? That's like that's like the Sixers giving Jace Harder a two-year deal, friendly deal. Just count for uh, a choke on I, I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> exactly. a side note. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. If Harder want to take a team-friendly deal, 17 mil, I'm gladly taking that. But when I'm thinking of like D'Lo Gay, whatever D'Lo issues is when it comes to clutch moments, Gabe mm. doesn't have that come playoffs, right? Gabe has the Jimmy Butler switch. It's just not Jimmy Butler fashion scoring and, you know, defensive presence, right? That's what LeBron and AD is supposed to do for you. So if D'Lo's corn in the playoffs, you can't play him. Well, Gabe got the bread. To but play but him. at the same time, bro, you gotta understand. Your, you, got, you gotta understand your limits when you come to your stars, though. What was their problem this? What was they problem this postseason? Anthony Davis playing through injury, like playing through injuries, not playing one hundred percent. It's mm-hmm. same thing with Bron. Bron was nowhere near one hundred percent playing. He was still you going got, out there. You wild. got Jackson but, Hayes. You got Rui. You got Vanderbilt. Oh my lord. Bron. <laughs> but, but those are the best guys. I'm talking about from my I'm you guys were that. I'm not going to be out there for, for 30 plus minutes a game. Jackson Hayes not going to be out there for 30 plus minutes a game. Gabe Vincent not going to be out there. You said if G Lo's not coming through, you got Max Struess. I mean, Gabe Vincent. Like, you're going to have to have that. Why are we talking about Gabe Vincent? Like, Gabe Vincent's not a good player. Yo, these names, yo. I'm not hating on Gabe. Wait, hold on. One at a time. One at a time. Go ahead, Mario. Say what you got to say. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I've heard a lot of people saying the Lakers have to have a good free agency. I'm not buying their team. I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying the signers, bro. Cam Reddish, every team he goes on, bro, they doing dirty. I don't expect Cam Reddish to do anything. Ain't nobody worried about Jackson Hayes. Ain't nobody worried about Jackson Hayes catching oops, bro. He going to get his blocks. Anthony Davis is only going to play 12 games. Bron's 40 years old. He's only going to play 50 games, and I rock with Bron. But you can't put all this on Bron. D'Lo was the same one that went, like, what, 3 for 13 in the game and stayed two hours later putting up shots? And then the next game put up four <laughs> shots. Nobody worried about that. How you say two hours after the game, practicing jump shots just to shoot four the next game? Ain't nobody worried about him. Like, like, 
I'm just not buying it, bro. I just don't. And then you throwing out Gabe Vincent after that. Like, after that, you throwing Gabe <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, no. Whoa. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And Mark got a good point, though. Whoa, and Mark got whoa, a good point. Whoa. No, he don't got a good point. He, oh, he slammed Gabe Vincent like that. What's wrong with him? I'm not saying that because he's down and gave Vincent, but he, at the same time, he highlighted the Lakers' weaknesses as a whole. So we're at a point where guys like Gabe Vincent and Jackson Haynes and Torrey Prince, they very well much to not matter. But if, Anthony Davis, if Anthony Davis is going to be out and like if Anthony Davis is going to be out and not play down 100, he's not playing at, at, at full strength. He's not giving you his 28 and 14. And Bron not doing the same thing. He's not playing at his full strength and not giving you what he need, like what, what you need as far as him out of him to win. Then. You can't really trust D'Lo as far as playoff situations. The next person you really got to look to is Austin Reeves. I mean, let me ask y'all next question. Carl, I hate to cut you off as a whole. Go ahead, brother, go ahead. ahead. I'm of the belief, right? This Mm. is just me. Y'all might disagree. I'm of the belief that at this point in time, when we watch the NBA, there's the new in-game tourney, whatever's supposed to happen, it counts the regular season game. The tournament's supposed to come. If you have a superstar, AD Ooh, LeBron, about this, I don't bro. believe superstars should play more than 62 games in the season. That's my belief. I just think like 82 games is too much as is. Wait, 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 wait. 62 what? games Why? is the right number for a superstar. If, if I believe in 72 game season, now you need a D you need a, a, a game, you need a cam. Because hold I don't on, think a superstar on. should play wait, more than 62 wait, games. Wait, Jenna, hold on. Listen, wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. So what if we were a superstar on a team like the Pelicans, right? <laughs> preseason, we looking at guys like Brandon Ingram, Zion mm-hmm. Williamson on that team preseason, like yo, this yeah. team can make conference championship with all the depth they got, the talent they got. Yeah. This mm-hmm. team can, this team can, can make it to the conference finals. And, yeah. when, and what's the sole thing that got in the, in the way of that? Ingram. Zion playing twenty six games and Brandon Ingram missing like 30, 40 games. So now hear me out. Because of the fact that Zion got hurt in meaningless basketball games, right? Why not? We've seen the philosophy work when it comes to not only Kawhi Leonard, who created this whole trend, but guys before him where I think Pop created the trend. Nobody talks about how Pop really sneakily created the trend. Of course. You never, if you look up the stat numbers, the last time Tim Duncan really played 82 games in the season might have been his rookie season. After that, his numbers truly went down when it came to games played. Why? Because Pop made sure your top superstar stayed healthy going into the playoffs. Pop is the inventor of my superstar should never play more than 62 to 65 games in the season. I feel like Kawhi highlighted it because Kawhi was trying to get out of the Spurs, right? He highlighted it, but it was happening for years before. It was something that was already taking place, but Kawhi highlighted it because he was trying to get out of the Spurs system. He was trying to set up his own little, I'm trying to have my staff around me, coach around me, training staff around me. I'm trying to run my body right. But I feel like the philosophy is right, though. I'm not hating. I don't hate Kawhi for saying, yo, 82 games is too long for a season. Because if we, if we complain about baseball having 190 games, 82 in basketball is too long. Because at the end of the day, 15 of them games in basketball are dead basketball games. We don't care. We're not watching games 72 to 82. We're not. I don't, I don't care no more because my playoff seat, the X has already been stamped in the standings. The okay. X has already been written. So at that point, why is my superstar still playing when he can now get hurt? One game in before the season, like, I'm literally a Sixers fan. I've seen Embiid break his nose because Maxi ran into him game 65. 
And they should have been playing that game. We made the playoffs. So at mm. this point, I'm thinking, if you're a team now going forward, you sign these nice, we're not even saying, above uh, players, 65 hold on, hold on, games what? is what I want for my stars. 65 games. I don't I but, need you to play 65. But, and at that point, we're either all right, hold standing high or we're trash. Hold on, Jada. All right, so Chris, wait, Chris talk and then Mar. Go ahead. No, I don't have nothing to say. I just, you know, I just be having my interruptions. I I had to go on real quick because I disagree. That's all. I mean, you got to tell me why, though, because, like, what do you want to say? I'm about to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. I don't think what you're saying is wrong. I'm going to start by saying that. I don't think what you're saying is wrong, but you got to look at it in a certain context. When Pop was really starting to do that rest and play stuff, you got to remember Tim Duncan and his other big stars, Tony Parker and Manu, were well into their 30s. We're getting well older. Into, well into their 30s. Yeah, we're getting older. So, so there was no point in them <laughs> to even try to play back-to-back games, which is why he started doing that. Now, Kawhi, on the other hand, during that time was in his mid-20s, which means he had fresh legs, so he could be, he could be able to go through all those games. Now, yes, he, the way you said, he abused the system with his quote-unquote injuries and try and just basically force away out of San Antonio. That is cool. And I do agree with the fact that superstars should not play all 82 games. I will agree with you on that. But you got to think about it like this. Here's how I think about it. Somebody like Bron, um, I guess I'll say Kevin Durant now because he's, he's kind of up there in age. I will say Kevin Durant. But you got to understand, people gotcha. like them – I'll give them I'll give them a pass to win to rest games because of their age, but I'm not gonna give somebody a pass who's like AD. AD just turned 30. AD's AD gonna get hurt. Like that's cool. But if he wasn't getting hurt, I want him to play. And I think I give him a pass. The injuries, man. The injuries I, are ruining them. I understand that, but you also gotta understand. Like when it comes down to those last 15 games, yeah, your team might have clinched the playoffs, but also about seeding. Like the reason why everybody in the West was playing their starters. For most of the season going down the stretches because everybody wants to get the sixth seed to play Sacramento in the first round for very obvious reasons. They were immature mm. team. Very immature team. And you see what happened. The immaturity took over. There were reasons why people yeah. wanted to do that. There's reasons why you still put your stars in. Sometimes people keep the stars in just for better seeding. So that way you can get a home court advantage. You can get a home court advantage before you have to go on the road. Something. I mean, it like, what you're saying isn't wrong. I don't want to say it's not – because you're not wrong what you're saying. But I feel like you you look at it from a certain context, which isn't a bad thing. But you got to look at the full picture, I think. That's just that, that's just my opinion. I, Wait. I disagree with you not because you're wrong, but because it's like I just look at things differently <laughs> than how you're looking at them. Ho, ho, all right, Chris. Great analysis. I'm going to swing it to Mark J-Dub to get your response. Kyrie finished it off, and then I swing it back to Lodge because Lodge got to get his take in. Then I got to bring it back full circle. Go ahead, Mark. Um, well, Chris really covered it because it's like if you're in your mid 20s, if you're not aging, it's like why not play 82 games if you can? Like Lebanon James only missed 17 <laughs> games in his first 20 oh my years. God. Like Lebanon first 18, like his first 18 seasons, the man's only missed 17 games. Like, no. and some players can't, but some players can't even afford to do that. Like, what team has he been on where he was allowed to rest? I feel like if you're allowed to rest, that's only because your team is good. If your team is trash, you can't sit on the bench. You can't sit out games. So it, I just feel like if you have a loaded team where you have depth on your team, of course you can sit out. But, you know I mean, if you're trying to make the playoffs and achieve your greatness and you don't have nobody on your team, 
you got to play as many games as you can. That's all. All right, J-Dub, go ahead and swing it back to Kyrie. Go ahead, J-Dub. So my only rebuttal to all this is what you guys have described to me is early 2000 Kobe basketball. What you described to me is the Kobe era. We're not in the era no more. It's just, I, I, I hate to tell y'all, but we only getting older. I'm not getting no younger. We only get. I got a little brother, a little sister. We, we only getting older. The eras have changed. We got guys now that are coming into the NBA, dodging cases, surviving trials. We got the, 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 the eras have changed where nowadays players are getting hurt, rolling their ankle, and they don't see. Like, what? We just saw Brandon Ingram not play for a bruised toe. This is something that dudes would have played through their entire career. They, that toe would have been so black and blue. Like, Kobe walked back on the court with a money hey, and yeah. shot the free throw. Yeah. He was ready to keep playing. Brandon Ingram sat the entire season. We it, the errors of Bruce the game. We're now in the modern era. No, chill out, my, my man. Toke. Era, my man could have been really swollen. 82 games is at 82 games over. 72 games more, should be the more. norm. Let's talk about now. Now you got guys that have right. super injuries. They missed their rookie season. <laughs> Chet Holmgren missed their rookie season. Yeah, they've been playing at seven leagues. Air quotes rookie I mean, um, season. Ben Simmons, Joan B. That's my guy. Air quotes rookie season after missing a full year of basketball. They literally got the chance to not only train with their players, train with the team, but then now they develop their skill set and go into the next year, which should be their sophomore year, but counts as a rookie year as superstars. This is how it is. So we have to now take a credit for that and say, you know what, yo? If I'm a playoff team that wants to go make the playoffs, the play-in game, the play-in tournament, which is now playoffs to me, that that helps me out because I don't care about my seating no more. I just want to play a team that I know we can beat. So when you talk about the Warriors and the Clippers and whatever was fighting for the 60, why? Because they know they can beat the Kings. Why can they beat the Kings? Because the Kings have been poverty for 21 years. I'm here with the, that's it. They've been poverty. I'm a buck. I'm going to go buck they cheat. Yeah, they whatever Chris. seat I get. So, yeah. at the end of the day, that's Bro, what I see. Bro, H.O.L.E. said, Curry, hold on. Steph Curry sat for 15 games. Jay, 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 I hate to do this to you. Jay, I really hate to do this to you. I hate to do this to you. Don't, hey, don't, 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 Remember, remember what I said. Remember what I said. The Kings have been to the fucking conference finals more recently than y'all have. You have no room to talk. Mm. You don't want to do it. Mm. Well, 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 again, there we go. I'm biased. Well, I know my team is trash. What I'm saying is, if the Sixers are going to be be for real, if the Sixers are going to be philosophy years ago, we might have sustained in Beach career where now we're not talking about we should have re-signed Jimmy. We should have drafted McHale. If we developed this philosophy where Embiid came off an injury, you know mm. what, yo? 62 games, cap him out. He already lost. He lost rookie of the year to Malcolm Brogdon. Let's talk that's about crazy. that. Malcolm Brogdon, that's crazy. He so ended up with point, year. At this point, you're either fighting for MVPs, finally got one, or you're fighting for playoffs, and he gets hurt every year. Let's start sustaining his health. I don't care if he wants to play as a front office, because my issue is now front office issue. Front office should realize my players, superstars, I'm not, I don't, the role players aside, because that's what this real debate's about, role players, right? My role players should play 82 games because they need to. These, these, <laughs> hold on, 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 hold on
You talking about the Sixers right now, bro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, come on, come on, go, 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 they're going to play the game that AD is sitting because now you've brought in guys and talent, which makes them an A free agency because they brought in guys and talent that can still win you meaningful basketball games when AD is out. Because we know for a fact going in, knock on wood, but who, at this point, you know, he's missing 20 games. He's missing them. He ain't going to see the court for 20 games because he's going to either roll his ankle, he's going to sprain his toe, or he's going to hold his rib cage. At this point, we know they're going to miss these games. So now you got to really hatch your mirror. Now you got to Austin that if they're they going to drop their buckets, hands going to turn Cam Reddish into whatever he's going to turn them into, but they're going to win you them games where they got to play, let's say, like another perennial team cp3 in the warriors they're gonna play them cp3 in the warriors and that's a dub that counts towards a playoff record that's why i think that's an a win because at the end of the day lebron can sit for at least a, a smidgen of nba basketball because 39 year olds still trying to play 82 games is ridiculous to me it's, it doesn't make no sense mind-boggling j-dub all right let me swing it to Kyrie. finish it off and swing it to lines live and dying to talk yeah yeah no no i um we, we talked enough about the Lakers. The only other, like, <laughs> I, I kind of wanted, I wanted to bring up as far as, like, me liking, really. One, I got to shout out the Knicks. Even though we weren't super, we weren't super active whatsoever. This guy. Listen. Stop. Listen. Dante DiVincenzo for, like, 12 mil a year? Nah, stop. Come on. Stop. That was a one John. That was a one John. One, one, we, we addressed the need and outside shooting with signing him. He's a good perimeter defender. He's a good connector and playmaker and somebody that can help flow with the offense. He played with Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart already before. Won a championship with the guys. Like, come on. I just had to, again, we weren't super active. We ain't do, we ain't do nothing crazy. We ain't do something I really wanted to see us do. But as, as far as on a doubt, the team of Jimson on, on, a, on, a, on a slight deal like that, I, I had to give us a shout out. And as far as like an under the radar, like really underrated signing, I really like um, this, this dude, Sasha Vesnikov. From uh, from the Euro League that the Kings signed, Euro League MVP put up 17 and seven a game, and um, straight out, straight up bucket getter, straight up bucket getter. If y'all haven't watched him yet, yo, y'all gotta watch him. Straight up bucket getter. He's a sniper from outside. He got a big body at like six eight. He get in the paint. Got a nice little floater game, bro. He he, he might get he, he might get some of the young boys this year uh, run for rookie of the year. I ain't even gonna hold y'all or for or for first team all rookie. I ain't even gonna okay. hold y'all. That's the guy yeah. doing the lookout for. That's somebody. That's definitely somebody. Um, I seen the King sign. I didn't. I never seen him before. I looked at. I looked into him. Like, oh, he he could be a secret weapon for them for sure. And the guy, I think that his his deal was super cheap. So I think he got like seventeen mil a year for a couple of years, mm-hmm. something like that. So that was a that was a very underrated signing that I wanted to shout out because I, I I like the I like that the uh, the Kings would got him. Notice, I'm gonna make sure I just move past before we get to that part of aspect. Lodge, who's your two? Who's the biggest winner so far in the free agency scene? And who's your second? You know, that runner up. Lay it out for me, Lodge. Well, <clears throat> honestly, the Lakers was gonna be involved in one of them, but I don't even. <laughs> they kind of they put a bad taste in my mouth now, so just, I don't even want to talk about them no more. But I have to go with the Celtics. Um, I think one. Thank God. Well, yeah, the Zen guy, feel me. Um, <laughs> Christian Wood, nowhere, nowhere to be found. 
Christian Wood, nowhere to be found, by the way. Yeah, you're crazy, but Christian Wood, nowhere to be found, though. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. I thought that was Luca. Pepper. I had no faith in that man no more. <laughs> you, said you, you, said, you said you had no faith in who? <laughs> the, as you called him, the Porzinga, the Porzing bum. Oh! Crazy, <laughs> I saw what he did no. with, with Luca. I have no faith in him anymore. Mm. You, you saw how the Mavericks ruined him and played him and didn't play him to his to his. Thank strength. you, they Kyrie. They made him a big and pop. They made him a Kyrie. big and pop. Big at seven three. All he did is see three. That's what he's all he gonna do. And and gonna do is play like Al Horford because Al Horford's getting old. Lies, wait, wait, lies. Go play like Al Horford. Wait. Go ahead, lies, lies. Finish it off, lies. Finish it off before you get the bar. Chris want me to argue with him. I don't. I'm gonna just say. I don't want to bonafide Scrub's name right now. Who else you gonna talk about then? I'm confused. No my favorite is though. And my favorite is be terrible. Oh. All right, Chris. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Celtics made a nice little move. I think they should have moved on from Marcus Smart. In a well, one. I think. What hurt them the most was losing Marcus Smart, but I think they ended up having to anyway, considering like kind of what he kind of gets away with. I think he gets in a way with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in, in, a, in a way that's not like malicious, but the way he plays on the court at times, he kind of takes away from them, especially in clutch moments. Bro be shooting like he like, like he clay or something. Like bro really not him on, on that Jimmy, bro. You don't really, he just Do don't. don't Jalen Brown? Oh! <clears throat> oh my. Uh, y'all want to argue today, Doug? I don't get it. It's not, it's not even the aspect of him messing, messing with the flow of the office or anything like that. I feel like they kind of need those two kind of needed him because one, he he's the one that kept the balance and he kept he kept them trained like he kept shit in motion. He kept he, he, he did. He's like the heart and soul of the Celtics. He's kind of pretty much what Draymond Green is to, for the Warriors. Warriors, even though they, they don't deal with his, his, his biggest personality for, for outside of Draymond. Like Marcus Smart was kind of is, is pretty much the same thing as them to the Celtics, bro. He's the one that kept things in check. He's the one that held people accountable, and sure and he's the one that had that players meeting when they was all like all that talk last season was like, oh, Tatum and Brown can't play together. They can't play together. One of them got to go. Jalen Brown got to go. He's the one that had to call that players only meeting. He's the one that talks to them straight up. It was like, yo, this is what we gotta do, and what and what happened? They they got to the finals, yeah. but they got to the finals, bro. And then the same old same old happened. Jalen carries the whole way through, then he folds in the finals, and then Tatum just never Tatum just never connects the whole time. Wait, wait, lies. Sorry. So that's your that's your number one team, the Celtics. Who's your runner up? I gotta tell you tomorrow after this. I don't even have a runner-up. I'm actually well. See, we we didn't talk about no dis- disappointments. First of all, can we please let's get to the disappointments? Let's get disappointments. I'm gonna start right. off. Please right, bring Mar. up the Suns. Right, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, Mar, Mar, go ahead. Who's who's your winner so far in free agency? Who you winning? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. 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 Bro, these Nobody. guys are like the band of exi- existence, bro. They, yo, these two dudes are like the three. Like they look bad, dark, bro. <laughs> Great, Chris. Who, 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 who
I'm like, not looking at it like uh, that. Yeah, he's right, though. I'm just saying, he, listen, right. listen to Mark. Let me ask y'all this now. Let me ask y'all this now. Let me ask y'all this now. Let that was terrible. Like, nobody, nobody really got better. Bro, like we sitting up here talking about Gabe Vincent for, for goodness <laughs> sake. Watch your like, mouth. Watch your mouth, boy. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Watch your mouth. All I'm saying is, my man Kyrie said Dante Divincenzo for 12 mil, and everybody starts sighing. But people want to bring up Gabe Vincent. No, no, no. I don't even have an answer. Thank you. This is no, I, I, I ain't. I, wait, no, I ain't. I, I didn't. I didn't sign. I didn't. Like, come no, on. I didn't. No, 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 no. Oh, That's not why I signed. See, I got That's it. not why I signed. That's not why I signed. All right. Let's listen. All right. So we're going to go to disappointments. I'm going to start with Kyrie first. Kyrie, who's your <laughs> biggest disappointment? <laughs> disappointments. The whole thing. Well, it's Chris is right. No, the whole free agency is low-key but disappointed. But it's the Suns. The Suns is adding bench pieces. What? 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 Job, Drew Eubanks. Shemezi Metu. Shemezi. Like, come on. Don't forget. Don't forget. Yo, you forgot Eric Gordon. You got to put Eric Gordon up there, too. Hey, oh hey, 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 hey. Eric Gordon. Hey, he, don't bro, he used to be on the playoff squad like four he's years ago. That's all he's going to do. Take it off, J-Dub. Take it off. You're describing the wrong player on that team. You're describing the wrong player. Bro, you know, you really about not to sit here talking about Bradley Bill all day. No, first of all, I'm never talking about Bradley Bill. That's a loser, too. God, I sound like you're making a loser. Oh, like is he not? 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 You wait, you wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was sitting here acting like that was the only thing he sat there and did, though. That's crazy. Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. Wait, Jada, hold on, time out. You're right, that's not fair. Time out, wait, Chris, Chris, you're right. Go ahead, Chris, go ahead. Jay, we are talking about Eric Gordon, not Aaron Gordon. You're thinking of a whole oh, different thing. Uh, Never mind, you got me, you got me. I thought you said Aaron. I thought you said Aaron. I'm like, whoa. Aaron was no, we, the, the I, I, well, we talking about the Suns. We talking about the Suns. They, they picked up Aaron Oh, Gordon. I'm thinking y'all was talking because we was on the Nuggets convo. I'm like, no way they just said. They don't even, they don't, they don't even have enough bread to get him. They don't. They don't. Dude, they <laughs> market their whole future off yeah. for, for Bradley Bill, KD, and, and, and Brooke. Which is they hold, they hold the whole future. Bro, going. them three players, they take up like 600 plus mil. That's that's crazy. Wait, wait. I forgot to put the Andre up there. Yeah, I'm cool with that, though. The best big man in the league. Mind you, mind you, mind you. The other eight is not going to do nothing this season either because he don't got no point guard. He don't got nobody to set up. You ain't like the sample size you saw? You ain't like the sample size? 
Bro, no. Well, you said, uh, you have you seen? Have you seen? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me when you see the Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton pick and roll. Bro, they should have traded for Miles Turner two seasons ago, bro. It's okay. The playoff sample size. The playoff emphasize was Devin Booker was a kickout shooter and he pick and roll with KD. We didn't see him throwing the eight. We didn't. We don't know in the in the what. There's a reason why. If it doesn't work, who else? They don't have anybody else that can make plays for him. They do got Utah Watanabe. Oh. He's a shooter. Oh, <laughs> a shooter. That was a best free agency signing. That was a best. Utah I'm... Watanabe was their best free agency signing. <laughs> oh wow! Listen. The I'm absolute not, best. I don't see. See, I, y'all making me feel like I'm a Suns defender. I'm not. I think they should still trade it. Mind you, I think they should trade it into the Magic. I think they should have been trade into the Magic. Yeah, to the Magic. Okay, but nobody talks about it enough. But if you trade. Aiden for like a Wendell Carter Jr. and a Marco Folks, the deal works. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Yo, I don't know who he is, bro. He's bugging. He's bugging. He's no. what, what, what am I, what am I listening, bro? What you know, two playing too much two plays. We do not condone drug use on this podcast. I feel like this is a great segue into us talking about the. Why are we hating on getting a starting five of Markel Fultz? Devin Book, Rally Bill, Katie, That's Wendell disgusting. Carter. I'm not going to lie. Bring, I'm, I'm, I'm with Mario. Bro, let me just tell you something right now. I'm with Mario. That's an L. I'm with Mario. First of all, no. Man, first of all, wait. Yo, yo hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yo, bro. You already done talk enough. Hold on, bro. You're fucking. You're just fucking. Hold on. Where did you even right. get that from? You was on two days. <laughs> no, I was just swimming through the I was just swimming through the I was just. I was going to say the biggest Y'all be messing around with the trade finder. Y'all be messing around with the trade finder. We play 2K. All right, wait, hold on. All right, so time out. So, so I, I'm going to swing it to Chris because Kyrie said the biggest disappointment for him with the Suns. Chris. Uh, in your opinion, <laughs> if you have one, of course, you. Who, who, who's most, oh, I got a ton. I got a ton. Yeah, Go ahead, Chris. Which one is this? I can start with the Rockets. Who the hell gives yeah. Dylan Brooks eighty million dollars? Start with that. <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that? Come on, now. let's be for real. Let's be for real. They had to use the money. They had to use it, right? They had to use it, bro. Bro, they could have kept that. They could have kept that hit until next week. <laughs> no, they can't. They can't. They can't. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Cause the new rule, right? The new rule, right? They can't. They can't. Bro, bro, bro. They can't. Yeah, they can't. 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 Like he, a, like he, a veteran presence, veteran yeah. presence, veteran. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. To what? That's what. Listen, listen. That's what. I got this. I got this. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Veteran presence, my ass. What the hell are you talking about? That's what the Rockets coach said. He said. Veteran presence is 
a veteran president is giving somebody a two-year deal with maybe forty million. That nigga got almost. I'm sorry, I said the word. He got almost two hundred million. <laughs> I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna cut that out. I'm gonna cut that out. What? What? I got to figure out the timestamp first. Screenshot it. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to the next loser. Let's go to the next loser. The Golden State Warriors. Listen, I know my boy Jordan Poole could not stay on the team. But what the hell are they thinking getting Chris Paul? What the hell is wrong with them? Do they want to win again? They fucking fucking. Come on now. Come on now. They got Chris Paul? Go ahead, Tyree. Please, but please, please. Out to that 25 million year. Uh, I'm not bad at that. 25, mind you. Well, it's, it's, like you said pesos. earlier, that's pesos. Tyree, what Marky Smart to the Celtics is what the heart and soul. I mean, that's why Jordan Poole, had, they traded Jordan Poole. Because he they no. couldn't coexist with each other. No, they traded Jordan Poole because he got snuck. Well, well, well that's, that's no, in all honesty, I feel like, you know what's it? Yo, this is what I'm saying. If Jordan if Jordan Poole had played well in the playoffs, possibly he might have still been on the team. No, he, he wouldn't. Played. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He was no. gone. But he was, he was gone. gone. No. He was, he was out of there. But no, but, 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 but he was Bro, he was tweaking no before, the, before the playoffs even started. Bro, ain't no but. That, um, everybody know he was gone. Everybody know he was not there with that team. Oh, man. I, 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 have a, I have like a three-way tie for third place. Let's see how I can put this. I'm going right. to go with the Sixers. I'm going to go with the Sixers. Ah, bro. Already, bro. I know, but Doc Rivers, but Doc Rivers didn't play him, so it's like that's so Nick Nurse is a guy who utilizes his entire bench. He's seen him done it before. He's actually took a whole team without a superstar to fifty three. Oh, you already convinced yourself of it, bro. I'm trying to convince myself, but go ahead, Jay. Wait, Chris, go ahead. Finish what you got. Sam was twenty three. Jay, go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. I got another one. Chicago Bulls. Let's talk about Chicago Bulls. Not what Seamus on the call to hear this. They really gave Vucevic like he was the fucking answer. $60 million on a three-year deal. <laughs> and they already think about trading Zach Levine. They don't want to do shit. He, they trade him to us. They trade him to us. So. And and this is the last team that's tied for a three-way tie. I'm going to say it, Mark. I'm sorry I'm going to say it. You're Dallas Mavericks. I understand the Kyrie sign was great. Mm. Y'all can sit up beside that. What the hell mm. are y'all doing? Grant Williams there. You said thank you for what though? That's not a bad signing, Grant thank Williams. Thank you. It's not. Rick Rashawn Holmes, Derek Lively's a draft pick. That's not a bad move. Bro, that's Derek Lively. That's a sustainable move. Kyrie bro, they didn't even want him. Bro, move. they didn't even <laughs> want him. They wanted Taylor Hendricks. Oh yeah, that is true. They did want Taylor Hendricks. But listen, they did. They did get better. They they did address the need and they did address the weakness as far as size in the front court and defense. They like you like you said, Rashawn Holmes, Derek Lively, 
and Grant Williams. They all bring defense, and they they, they all bring some type of versatility. But I, I just feel like it, it wasn't a too much of an overpay, but you did overpay Grant Williams. Like, But they needed defense. They had no defense prior. Well, I guess bro, he ain't even really – I mean, listen, who did the match? Grant really not strapping like that. That's what I'm saying. You were relying on him to guard the the other team's best perimeter player, though. Like, well, see, I feel like the issue is the Blazers matched the offer from Bro, he in the West now. If they got Matisse and Grant, I feel like this conversation is different. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but Portland. Get to get to the Blazers. (laughs) 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 Hey, yes. First time last year. I'm a big Jimmy Graham fan. I am. And I don't know how he swindled the Blazers to give it a He never made an all-star, ever. Shout out to you. He swindled the Blazers. What is it, my team? Hey, 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 I want his agent. I know that much. I'm hey, saying, you, you know, you know, what hurts the, you, know, you know what hurts the most about being a Jeremy Grant fan? He's about to start having Tobias Harrison comparisons at this point. Man, Man, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Because that's what he got. No, he's he's better than him. He is better than him. He is. I say that he is better than him, but Jeremy Grant ain't making no all-star first team now. No he's time not making an all-star team. He never made an all-star And he's getting paid like one. Uh, All right, Chris. Yeah, you Chris. Gym of the year. <laughs> Gym of the year. All right. Listen, everybody else, everybody else is losing too. Let's go, Denver. We run this shit back when I was broke. Couldn't see if we're getting paid. Come on, you go, because I, I got everything I need to say. All right. So we, we was on. Now we was on the most underrated because I guess at this point. Everyone picked out who had the worst signing in terms of free agency so far. So, Kyrie, you already gave your most underrated. Unless you have another one you want to throw in there before I swing to somebody else. Uh, Who's the most underrated right team? Now. I can't right. think of one right now, but I'll, I'll let you know if, if some pop up for me. The, the Sasha Besnikov one, that was, that, was, that was my underrated. All right. So, that's what you got so far. Mar, uh, who, so what team you think had the most underrated signings and why? Um, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies. Only because I'm about to bring Jaws, that up. Only oh, because Jaws is gonna yeah. miss twenty five oh, games and they got Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose. He so rose, rose and guns. I feel like Guns and Rose. I feel like I feel like those are um good. I feel like those are good locker room people that you would want. Derrick Rose and Marcus Smart. They're gonna yes, hold yeah. people accountable. They're gonna like Dylan Brooks wasn't really nobody, so I mean they got Marcus Smart, so it's like they upgraded from Dylan talk Brooks. Your, talk talk so, your talk. I mean, you know, having Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Darren Jackson, and yeah. a supporting cast with um Derrick Rose also in the locker room and yeah. starting for Ja and then coming off the bench eventually. Well, he probably yeah. starting for Ja. Who knows? It's, it's gonna. I feel like it's under. It, it's up for grabs. Really the point guard position is up for grabs. So like, I definitely feel like I definitely I definitely feel like the Grizzlies are still gonna be one of those teams that are like still good without Ja. Then when he comes back, it's gonna be even greater because. He's just, you know, it's, 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 I'm just rocking with the Grizzlies. I feel like I feel like that was definitely underrated, John. Guess, all right, hold on. Definitely, I didn't think about the Grizzlies. I'm glad you brought them up. Lodge, I'm going to swing to you. Go ahead, Lodge. What team do you think had the most underrated signing that kind of flew under the radar that people not really noticing? Uh, well, I have to agree with Omar. I almost forgot about them. They could look to be a winner, honestly, considering what they're going through right now. Mm. Uh, other than that, I don't have another one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, J Dub, who you got in mind? 
We're doing underrated, right? Underrated. We already did the worst signings and the best teams who won, so we're on underrated. We're Just the worst part. Throwing, throwing out there again. First signing, Sixers. Don't care. We know what it is. It's a fact. Uh, Und- you're a Sixers fan, and you, you should be able cool. to say it. I know. Until we okay. figure out what's going on with our front office. Right, right. Right. Underrated, though, again, this only comes to what's going on with the trades, right? But if you think about, nobody's talking about it enough. If you think about what the Miami Heat is doing, they have the most underrated signings. We talk about two key names, Josh mm. Richardson and Thomas Bryant. Because I'm, I'm of the mindset, and I'm going to throw another name for you. No, 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 listen, listen. I'm going to throw another name for you. Do you want me to bring up the list of names I heard you say today? No, no, no. You're not. I'm, I'm naming guys as superstars. I'm already thinking they're going to get Dane. Because Dane no, no, wants no, to play for the Heat. Finish. Go ahead, go ahead. So, <laughs> the Miami Heat are locked in on bringing in Dane. And another player they want to bring in is Jay Crowder. Because they believe Jay Crowder is going to be whatever, right? He's busy. You talk about bringing in Josh Richardson. You're going to run Dane, Josh Richardson, Jimmy Butler, Jay Crowder. Bam. It's the best team in the East. Because the East is weak. That's the, be- <laughs> the East is weak. And defensively, it's the best. Yeah, defensively, it's the best. Why did Dane get traded like The East is weak. They're That's the best crazy. team in the East defensively, and they can shoot. Then you bring in Thomas Bryant, where the Bam will finally have what the first big uh, off the a backup. Yeah, be a big. Yeah, he never had a backup. Dwayne Dedman wasn't nothing, and who never was the was. last year? Cody Zeller. <laughs> Not that's, that's he finally got a backup. He down his head. His little mic coming. We said underrated signings. Those are Weird. underrated. Josh Richardson can play defense and can shoot. Dame is going to be the best signing in free agency if you bring him in as my bro. They will be you ain't going to like this recording if you don't go there. That's all I'm going to say, guys. That's all. I'm just... not. I'm not going to like the recording if you don't. But Dame's. It, it's so many rumors coming out. Again, I'm I'm hearing things from my end as well where you're seeing Dame's talking about the fact that if he gets traded anywhere but the Heat, he won't show up for training camp. I mean, he like had he, four years on his contract. He's not really under. He can't. He doesn't have but much weight to pull. If you're if you're if you're trading for him and he sits. The entire year, and he sits the entire next year. You know how much money he's gonna lose? I don't think he's listening there. Dame's a multi-millionaire, top seventy-five player. He don't care. Uh, He wants to play for a chip. Maybe endorsements might save. He want to play for a chip. Dame, Dame probably saved his bread by now. I'm hoping, right? You're hoping these dudes have saved their bread. So if he's so prolonged for the Heat. I'm believing that the Heat get Dame, they're the best team in the East. And what are they giving up? They're bringing a Jay Crowder, a Josh and a Thomas Bryant, whatever else they bring in. The two free agents that are sleepers, though, is Josh Richardson and Thomas Bryant because nobody's talking about them. They're underrated because they have they had kind of down years. But Richardson's been a good player. He knows the Heat culture. He knows Eric Spolstra. He knows what he brings to the table. And next to a Dame and a Jimmy, he'll fit right in seamlessly when it comes to defense and shooting. Same with Jay Crowder, who's been there. Thomas Bryant will be the best backup that Bam's ever had. And we're not like Bam's not even that great as a big, but he needs a backup center. That's not a Cody Zeller or Kevin Love. So these are underrated signings to me if they get Dame. And I feel like I have to stress that enough. If they get Dame. When this podcast <laughs> is up and they don't get Dame, I look like a fool because it doesn't mean nothing to them. And then maybe Jimmy carries them to a finals again. But if they get Dame, these signings will be huge for them going forward, I think. So, right, so if they if, if they don't get Dame, what, what what's their what's their outlook for the season going in? If these are just the signings they make, and these are just the moves they make. Eighth seed again, but then again, we see what they did in the eighth seed. Like, we've seen it. Like this is four years straight of two conference finals appearances and two finals appearances, right? 
Like, and yeah. we know, hey, that's that's we know what Jimmy does. That's what we know what Jimmy oh Butler my does. goodness! Wait, wait. Kyle yeah. will be healthy. Duncan will be healthy. Kyle Lowry oh, still be there. Oh. They have Josh Richardson. They'll have their guys. Oh, bro. They'll do something. I just don't. I feel like Dame is the guy they need at this point, where they're like, we can't get over the hump, right? We they just can't. They they made it to two finals and they can't beat another superstar without having a superstar. Jimmy's a two. Yeah, I think he's accepted that he's a two. They need a one, a clear facto guy that even at 33, I don't know, Dan, maybe 34, can still give you 71 in a single game regardless. That's a guy you need come playoffs. That's what's going to get you them shots. And if Jimmy has to be the two, he's so – I feel like Jimmy's so willing to be a two that he's basically been telling the Heat, please go get Dan. Please go get Dan. I'm begging you, go get Dan. Keep Bam. Get rid of whoever you need. Go get Bam. Go get Dan. Like, I feel like you, you can okay. tell. You can feel it. J-Dub. All right. So, listen. I'm, I'm going to let Chris finish it off the underrated. And after that, if anyone's got to put their own input, ask any questions, we'll do that after we get to the last topic. Chris, finish it off for us. Who, Which team had the most underrated sign to you so far in this free agency? Shout out to the Knicks. I like that. That's <laughs> a defense sign. Don't I don't really like that. I, I, no, I, I like that because y'all already had Queen Grimes there. And y'all just got that to DiVincenzo afterwards. And Queen Grimes would probably get you, if he actually plays like he's supposed to, he might mm-hmm. mess around and give you 15 a game, turn to mm-hmm. a, a quality scorer, 3 and D type mm-hmm. player. And DiVincenzo already just going to be a lockdown defender. I like that. And the other one, Mar already said it. There, I, I think more so Derrick Rose than um, Marcus Smart. For Memphis, I only say that because John looked up to Derrick Rose growing up. Uh, obviously, watched him during his career, so Derrick Rose can obviously tell him, like, you know, he tell, he can tell him to get his acting. He gonna listen to somebody like Derrick Rose. Of course. I mean, Marcus Smart obviously helps too, but I think Derrick Rose is the more underrated signing to me. So definitely, DiVincenzo and Derrick Rose. I love that. I love that D Rose. You know, still getting the love around the league. Love that because he deserved it, man. You know, his career didn't have to play out like that. Thanks you for know Tom what? Thibodeau. You know, there actually was one more underrated sign. I forgot. I can't, I can't, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But for that bargain, he is under, that's an underrated sign. Russell Ooh. Westbrook on a two-year, $8 million contract. Mm. Underrated. I'll be honest. We're going to talk about that. That's mm. a bargain. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And he just got DJ Martin, too. Yeah. Ooh, they did. That's right. All right. Well, the Clippers, maybe. well, we, it's all based on quiet part. I mean, whether they trade Paul George or not, you know, if they still want to do that. I mean, they, but, they ain't going to do nothing either way, but, I mean, it's still underage. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it either way. All right. So, wait. Mari, I, I know you're itching to say something. You had a lot to go back against. Uh, Go ahead, Mari. I, I know you're waiting. I'm going to put it on you, then we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. No, bro. It's just, like, the names I've been hearing tonight. <laughs> And the fact that my man Lodge couldn't even get off Dante DiVincenzo, like, people that, <laughs> like, it's the fact that Torian Prince, Kyle Lowry, oh my goodness, Duncan Robinson. All right, come, all right listen. Who else? Jackson Hayes. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to save Gabe Vincent anymore because I'm going to get slaughtered. I don't know why. It's just like the names yeah. tonight, man. I know free agency has been terrible, but I, my man can't even get off Dante DiVincenzo, and then I'm hearing Torian Prince. It's just, you know, 
But we flowing tonight. Shell shock. Shell shock. Who would you rather talk about, Jeremy Grant? We all know he got like, the bias deal. Who else we talking like, about? This is the madness tonight. Just complete madness. And you know what? I think it's time we end this uh, episode 118. There is on podcast. I want to give a big shout out to a special guest, J-Dub, from Straight to the Point Podcast. Thanks a lot, man. You definitely made this a hell of a lot more funnier than it usually is. Uh, shout out to Kyrie, Lodge, Chris, and Mar. You guys are phenomenal as usual. And definitely, J-Dub, tell them where they can check out from Straight to the Point Podcast and the platform they can check you out on. Shout us out, man. Definitely check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Zencaster, because we've been on that lately. Straight to the Point Podcast. Follow me at J-Dub Hughes. For all the Sixers fans, check out Kelly Oubre and Will Burton. Future Sixers could be trash. Oh, yeah, I also heard you. <laughs> 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 Since we named it days, I'm just going to throw out some more role player names. Shout us out. Davis Bertans might be coming to the team. Like, we don't know anymore. <laughs> Sixers fans are down bad. I'd rather be any other team but a Sixers fan right now. I'm just Whoa. All right. Josh Richardson. Let's oh, I'm, <laughs> He's I'm just I'm just remembering the names that was said tonight, man. Like Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant. Yeah, well, Bryant. I, 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 I said both Bob and All right, let's listen. Wait, wait, wait. Wendell Carter. Wait, no, I know. That's it. Listen. Javon's card is a bull. Just throw it out there. Javon. No, 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 no,